To the Rich Dreams Experience. Mm. I am your co-host, Smoke Dog, here with my boy, my man, Big G Fades. Yes, Ski. Huh. And another one. Yeah, I know. I know. This is the episode you let uh 12 or 13. Which one? 13. 13. Yeah, so that means it's a lucky. It's a lucky bit. Uh shout out to anybody that listens, that shares. Uh, anybody that's engaging with us, we appreciate y'all, man. Thank y'all. We're nothing without y'all. No doubt. Uh, make sure you go on the, the website, hit us up on our Instagram, uh, at Etsy shop, um, Rich Dreams Apparel. Make sure you go cop. Um, uh, appreciate the Now Legacy Network. Shout out to our sponsor for putting us on every week. Uh, make sure you like, follow, subscribe to them. They got lots of dope content. Uh, even if you don't fuck with us, you might find a show over there that you like, especially if you, you know, trying to find you some dope black content as well. Um, man, another beautiful week, man. Seemed like the, the 2023 is just cruising along. Been mm. some crazy stuff already, but, you know, just how would, how would you rank it out of the past couple of years, man? You, you feeling good about 2023 so far? 2023 oh yeah yeah 2023 um it's been good so far man um yeah. i think um the podcast has been growing um by the month so it's been good so far if you ask me man that's it um, gotta keep this thing bubbling keep going, man. gumbo up in this thing <laughs> You say gumbo? I don't know about that. We from Louisiana. I don't know about that. Nah, I don't know about that I mean, look, this is off subject, but my girl been sending me these TikToks about these people making gumbo. I ain't gonna say what type of people, but they, on, these man. people putting putting corn in gumbo and and just putting eggs in gumbo. Looking looking more like and then the roux. Good lord, the roux looking just as thick. And like gravy, <laughs> gravy. That's what it is, man. Gravy, Like, there's some good things about the internet, but the bad is that like people get exposed to too much, and they out here showing people. They doing the little chop up videos, teaching people like this how to make gumbo. Right, right, that? right. So nah, I just had bad. to get that off my chest, man. I, don't, I ain't like that. <laughs> Fuck oh, man. So we got a good show for y'all today, man. We're going to discuss some of these hot topics. Um, something that I never thought I'd see, and it's kind of coming late in the game. Your girl, D-A-B-R-A-T, the Brett is with child. Yeah. You heard me. You heard me. I know. I seen that. I seen that. Man, that's a, first of all, shout out. Congratulations. Um, mm-hmm. wishing a you know healthy, safe pregnancy. 
No, no doubt. Brad is, if you don't know, uh, very uh, acclaimed rapper, artist, uh, actress, uh, been in the game, doing her thing for over 20 plus years. Uh, Mm -hmm. She and her wife, Judy, as her entertainment name goes by, I just looked up on Miss Jessica Dupont. I just been seeing a lot of people just saying, oh, the chick with the big booty. So I figured I'd get a real name. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, man. So they doing it. The Brad is 48 and about to have a first child. Um, That's wild. You, you, yeah, that is a little. Man. Hey, man. Shout out, man. Um, but I say, I say Norman quotations because you know what, G? I'm be honest. Since we coming up in this new newer age when we discovering all the a lot of the things that we've been taught in the past was lies and bogus anyway, people just making stuff up. Okay. I'm really starting to subscribe to you know normal isn't really a thing, at least not to me. I mean what do you mean by that? What do you mean normal isn't a thing? So like like we talking about the bread. Mm-hmm. People will say it's not normal to have a, a kid in your 40s or your late 40s okay who who writes the book on what is normal what is even i'm I'm speaking from uh in which i think most people are a genetics uh factor um the the older women the older women you know the older women get the less it's less likely that they can you know have a baby um i don't even think you're supposed to you know at, at 48 but some people have kids in their early 50s and all of that but just from the standpoint of um you know women not being able to you know have kids at a certain age that's the that's the standpoint i'm speaking from i'm not speaking from like a oh is it a good thing to have a baby um you know that late into your 40s now i'm not speaking from that i'm just surprised that she's able to you know even carry a baby at 48 you know, uh, yeah, that is a little surprise. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the standpoint I'm I'm talking, uh, speaking from. But shout shout out to the bread man. Shout out to them. Um, you know, uh, hey, shout out, but man. We don't know what the cutoff actually is. I mean, no, there's not like a as much as doctors and stuff talk about. It, there's not like a rule that says, okay, this age you cannot have any more kids. Now, of course, right. you know, as you get older, everything is a complication. The older right. you get, right? Uh, but it's just like it's just it's a thing. It's a stat- it's a, it's a st- statistical thing. It's um, it's a thing of you. It's it's not a thing of uh oh at this age, it's no more conceiving a baby or you know getting pregnant or anything like that. It's more of a statistical thing. Your numbers, um, as you get older you're less likely you know especially once you i think maybe you hit like 40 plus or 45 plus mm-hmm. the chances of a woman getting pregnant at that age is is uh is 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 the percentage is way lower than if you were under 40 or something you know uh 35. that makes sense if they're post uh postmenopausal because that's that i think that's what actually cuts it off where they can't have children right. if they're going through menopause right but i right. mean I think if you premenopausal, it's just that people usually just choose not to, or they don't really, you know, 
speed. Well, I, guess well, I don't know the stats. On, I don't know the stats on people who don't choose who choose not to, but um, I'm pretty sure you can check the stats on um, <laughs> pregnancies 45 and up. I guarantee you they that they're down from you know if you being say 20 to 30 or you know 30 to 40. I do want to see like what's the term on like yeah successful ones i'm gonna say successful that pregnancies yeah, yeah yeah for sure that's an yeah. interesting thing i was a little surprised to see and i'm sure a lot of people probably thinking this way that you know brett doesn't seem like the more feminine one in the relationship right that it beauty that's carrying the baby right right but, right shit, that's a that's a cool thing that uh i uh, that brett chose that and she was like shit, what y'all know I would be very curious to, to see kind of you know how they led up to that decision. I have to see if I can catch an interview on that or something. Man, nah, they're gonna have to. Um, you know, I think um uh, I think I might have heard somewhere where she uh didn't want to mess her body up with another kid. I think the lady, if I'm not mistaken, um, uh, I think she already have a kid or two or something like that. But you know, uh for whatever the reason is, um that's what they chose um you know but i just it, it's a little <laughs> it's a little funny that the brand is having a baby but no doubt man shout out to them um any any baby is uh, a blessing so no for real that's funny that the brand having a baby though i ain't gonna lie <laughs> that's funny <laughs> it's definitely not so you you probably would have just nah, I didn't expect it. this caught me way sideways yeah, this kind of be sideways like a motherfucker on this one. I ain't that makes that. sense though. Judy said they produced said Judy got three of them. Right. I knew she had uh, at least a kid, so she probably yeah, that's what I was hearing. Like she didn't want to really tear her body up having another kid or something. I don't know, but Man. I don't know for sure how they did it. How you think they did it? You think they just did the in vitro? Yeah, I'm so uh <laughs> What makes you show? What you mean? <laughs> what are you suggesting? What are you suggesting? Uh, what what do you think they did, right? What are you trying to I'm ask? Me? The natural, <laughs> the natural course of events of how you make a baby is there's a few ways to get up in there. Usually. I mean, they probably, you know, they probably just shot the you know the semen in there or whatever. <laughs> I, I figured that's the easiest way. I mean, but well, with her being so old, they probably had to do uh what you say in vitro or whatever they probably had to do something special for her since she's 48 but um i, well, I would no. love to see a scandal come out the world where they could just be like i was here i put that baby in the <laughs> man that'll be funny as hell boy oh geez. that'll be funny as hell uh hell, yeah. you know that you know they had a friend or something or some some guy that was like, yeah, man, I, I, I could have did that for y'all, man. You, you know, I did. right? You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, somebody came in and motherfucker like, damn, I been wanting to hit you anyway. Oh, well, why you ain't hit me? Why you ain't hit me up? <laughs> I'm still, we still march, we still march over here. We still march. Look, you know, it's one, it's one day. <laughs> when I was in college, I was. <laughs> Okay. Hey, this is okay. I was experimenting, uh, not not with like actual trying it, but trying what I had stumbled. You know how you be on on porn, you just stumble upon different type of videos and shit. 
I had gotten to a section where it was just literally like, you know, I don't even know how to sound lesbians. Okay. Uh, right. right. Like lesbians. Okay. That were getting smashed by the homies. And I mean, it was a good plethora of the videos. Man. Wait, wait, wait. You mean like a uh, like a uh, a more masculine lesbian or? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay. As a as a, <laughs> I be following Lil Duval Instagram, he be making me laugh. As Lil Duval would put the bull emoji with the knife emoji. <laughs> Hey man, just like you just said, man, ain't no rule, ain't no rules no more, man. Just do what you want to do. Do what you want. I believe that's why it's so much chaos, man. It's no, uh, it's no standard set now. Everybody set their own individual standards, and sometimes, you know, maybe not the best. This is this each his own. Is this forward moving? Where you think better? Or is it like, should we, do you feel like, damn, there should be some type of dialing back? People need to at least have some type of line. No, because that that offend people when you tell them stuff like that, or you shouldn't do that, or that's not okay. No, nah, that, that offends people. So everybody just do what they want. You know what you want to do. If, if, that, if that works for you, hey, man. That's how we're going to end up in the purge. But, you hey, know. Man. It is what it is. <laughs> it's no standard, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, no standard no more. It's no, oh, yeah, you can't. No, that ain't. No, it's whatever they were. I my moral compass a couple years ago. I'm, I've been living lawless out here, so I get it. You see what I'm saying? So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, it's crazy. It's like, and you know what it is? People just pick and choose which values they hold true to. There you go. There That's you go. The there you uh, go. The ones that benefit them. That's it. Yeah. Just the ones that they like and they be, and that benefit them. Yep. And we're not we're not nobody's really can considerate of the person next to them, really how they feel. Right. Yep. Unless you know. See, that's one thing I ain't gonna lie. Like, I, I, yeah, that's one thing I miss with about church. Like whether you, you know, or at least the people that really live by those. You know the guidelines of of, of whatever religion they're in. Mm-hmm. You know uh, that's one thing that's definitely like that's I always respect it. It's like you know people live by those those rules of the Bible, whatever God they pray to. You know the real ones. You know what I'm saying? I, I, ain't, talking about the one, I ain't talking about the ones that's you know. They, they, I mean, they, they, only Sunday, up. Tuesday. <laughs> that's the only up in the Christian. In the Christian. <laughs> Like Flash, even Pentecostal, we Pentecostal <laughs> for a little bit. Type of environment, man. It's just it was a lot yeah. of the wishy washies. Oh, you know it. Nah, that, that's, that's why I say I ain't talking about them. But you know, uh, like I but now nah, get back to the original thing. Like it's it's, yeah. it's no standard these days. It's just whatever anybody wants to do. That's okay. Yeah. But yeah. hey, man, while we living in these lives and times, get it in. Have babies at 50, 60, 70. You know. Congratulations to the bread and Judy. No, no, no. Congrats to them. Congrats to them, man. No, big um, That's what yeah, I yeah. Right. Um, now, nah, first, she's hard as fuck. Uh, mm-hmm. that, that one she had with Tyrese, what do you like? Hey, yeah, I think she used to write a lot about too, or at least help him write. So, like, yeah, yeah. You know, I was, man, 
man, when I was like 10, 11, man, I was a big Bow Wow fan, nigga. Oh man, that was my first CD I had to cop, bro. Man, come on, that in that uh Usher eighty seven oh one, whatever album Bow Wow had around the same time as uh eighty seven oh one Usher album. I bought both of them. That was my first two CDs I ever bought. Damn, okay. yeah. Damn, yeah. Cause that's like, uh, I think it was like Unleashed or something like that. Yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, that was a little after what I'm talking about, though. I believe. Okay. Wasn't that, wasn't that the one he got? Maybe he was like maybe 16, 17. Might have been. Let me see. Yeah, that. I think he was a little older. This one, he may have been 14 or something. I can't remember what he okay, was. Beware of Dog. That was his first oh, shit. That was his first shit. Yeah, that yeah. was. Yeah. Yo, yeah. Hey, hey, baby. People sleep on Shad, man. Shad was, was a dog back then, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, speaking of influential hip hop artists, uh, okay. of course, uh, you can't really say nothing in hip hop today without mentioning the boy, uh, Mr. Jimmy, <laughs> uh, Drizzy Drake, uh, Young Angel, you know, man, I mean, when you talk about a run, What's what's this what's this going on? It's past 10 years. It's like 13 uh, or something. His first his first album, I guess, mainstream yeah. uh was 2010. Yeah. Wow. wow. 2010. I mean, and then just like before that, they had right so far gone. Yeah. Right. The takes so. was heavy back then. Right, yeah. Like, and then to come in at a time where you know, nobody was doing what, like nobody know that style yeah. of music. Either you bro. did one or the other. You did yeah. not. And this is what I tell people. Uh see, I what I tell people is uh I well at least I used to tell people like Drake Drake did come out at a time where it was you either rapped or sung, you know what I'm saying? It, it was one or the other for the not no no artist as big as him has ever rapped and sang before him, right? Okay, as okay. big as he got, so, so, but but no, he definitely the biggest. He definitely the biggest, right? But when you when I had to think back and look at it, niggas was rapping and singing though. Which one? Uh, you know he caught a lot of his flavor from Houston. See, big Mo that's why I was going with it. That's why I was going with it. What a lot of people don't know, what a lot of people don't know, you know, us being from Nagatish, it's it's yeah. odd and weird. Um, a lot of that culture bled bled down. Oh my god, and I don't know how because like I talked to some of my partners from like down south Louisiana, they don't know nothing about Lil Flubs, uh uh Lil O. Not the early shit I'm talking. Yeah. Like they don't know nothing about that old little old uh zero trader truth, all that old shit, uh powwow comedian. They don't know nothing about that. But like that's the thing though, we we north Louisiana, northwest, uh yeah. stand up. So right. we actually closer to Houston than we are to New Orleans. Exactly. So, I mean, it, it makes sense that we kind of adopt a little bit of that culture. But it's still like it's just like damn, like how y'all would know. But I mean, you know, New Orleans is kind of its own state within the state. True, true. Shit. Um, at least that's how they feel. <laughs> but now, nah, so uh yeah, man, like going back, like this, the, like big mo, day, man. huh? 
That's how to be the other day with the I am New Orleans and this is Louisiana with the David Ruth. <laughs> Listen, y'all, if that's how y'all feel, man. Y'all um, good, man. Right. If they make y'all feel better. Um, but now, nah, man, Big Mo, Big Mo was one of them, one of them niggas that that rap sent rap song and you know, uh, that a lot of people don't really know about, man. Yeah, how to, yeah, man. So you think about it like from that standpoint, it's like you know, and Drake being heavily uh influenced by Houston, the Houston music scene, mm-hmm. it's like damn, bro, like. Like Big Mo was on or something, but like Drake oh, he just took it to a whole different level. Exploded that shit, you know, exploded. Oh, so, you know, yeah. uh, even like just you know his. I think I think I remember because when he's blowing up, you know, being into and looking up. I want to say he took vocal lessons to like enhance and learn how to sing a little bit better. Mm-hmm. You know, just having the different type of melodies. That's the crazy part about it too. Because you know, Big Mo and they were singing, but it wasn't like. Dre singing, you know, he's with different keys and ranges and stuff, so it's just it's wild at the musicianship. Big Mo's is more of a rap scene, right? Right, like his was more of a rap scene, which we hadn't really heard anybody do it like that, yeah. Um, you know, um, but Drake would like he can he he'll sing. (laughs) <laughs> Who I'm like with, uh, now that kind of does it i feel like a little bit closer to how big more them did it uh kodak man kodak uh, I feel like kodak and then future kind of got a little bit of that too where it's like he just like he no, ain't no really no traditionally but you know he holding them notes and making them melodic right now future for sure man you gotta think about it future future uh houston influence future yeah yeah, yeah. Hell I mean, yeah. you coming with that money, the dirty spray. You know, man, where you getting that from? Shit, you know, <laughs> yeah, but big uh, like those artists back in the day, bro. Like, I really wish they could have blew up uh bigger than what they were, bigger than what they did as a whole. Like how Atlanta, how Atlanta's been. Mm-hmm. Like Houston had their moment back in, back in. I would say, huh? It's like mid nineties. No, 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 no. I'm talking about they moment. Now they've been they've been rocking out since they've been you know well known underground since uh for sure uh since the 90s, mid 90s. But mm-hmm. I'm talking about they had a moment to on some mainstream shit back in like I would say around maybe 03. Yeah, and everything. You had live. You had Lil Flip coming out. You had yeah. uh Pow Wow, Mike Jones. Yeah. Slim Thug came out. I think Lil Kiki had a song out back back around. Like they really a chameleon there. You know, but like, they really came that came through. But it was like they never really capitalized on it like they should have. You know, like Atlanta did. Like Atlanta capitalized on that shit like to the fullest. Where they still going strong now. True. Um, and I think it might have been, you know, too much division between them. I didn't. I don't remember a lot of those guys working working together um, um, back in the day, like back in the, you know, when they had they run a lot of them wasn't working together like that. I mean, they had the uh, the screwed up click mixtapes. That was kind of a, a symbol of unification. Yeah, but I don't know if they dropped one around that time though. Yeah, whenever yeah, when they start getting the mainstream uh success and, and spotlight, 
they kind of like all well, you know, Powwow commit well, Powwow and uh Mike Jones. I think that was both on the Swisher House. So mm-hmm. of course they and then you know Slim Thug came from Swisher House, right. so they had the steel tipping song. But other than that, bro, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't a lot of a lot of collab like nah. it Ah, what Lil Flip ain't really rock with none of them. Get throw, bro. That's a classic right there. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, That's yeah. one of my favorite uh uh tracks from um uh, off of that bun album, Trill. Yeah, that okay. was one of that's probably my favorite track on the album, man. That's a hard yeah, song. Yeah, that's out to H Town, man, having a big influence on the game, man. No doubt. Uh, but yeah, you see a lot of that in, in Drake's music, yeah. Um, and he uh, you know. Did a sort of an interview. I don't know if that's gonna be a a, a new thing with a. Little I don't want to. I hate. I'm not gonna say has everything because no one has everything, but has accomplished so much in life, and has reached so many levels, seen so many things, experienced so many things. What else is there to want? Like, what does someone want who has? Material. I don't even. That's not even as far as materialistic. That could be as far as anything. But what is it there that to even search for or want as a as a human, as a man who has touched so many things? Well, I think like on a broader scale, I think I'm at the point now where I just want to like. And I, I feel like maybe we talked about this the other day, but I. I I feel like I'm kind of introducing the concept in my mind of a of a graceful exit like mm. and and almost just kind of I feel like a lot of people that I've watched as the years have gone on it's a really addictive competitive space and oftentimes you're like addicted to the to the competition itself and so, you know, you'll, you'll like, sometimes it'll baffle you. Like, why are these people still making yeah, attempts like, at, um, it's like, it's trying to be present in the space? And then you'll realize, like, they, they probably, their, their needs and desires oh, yeah. and their soul was you know probably I mean? fed for so long it's off of being a guy or the guy that they can't let it go. And so I guess, like, what's left for me is just to find a way to gracefully like i'm not ready now but to gracefully like continue making projects that are extremely like interesting and hopefully cherished by people and then to find the right time to say like i can't wait to see what the next generation does i'll still be around to like you know work with people or do a do a show here or there but i'm not going to like force myself Mm -hmm to compete, I would love to just see what the next generation um, does whenever that time is. So I guess like that's like the one thing that I like want for myself really badly. And then like, I don't know, like I also really need like a house in turds. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. I mean, that's how you need a what? Huh? You say you need a hot a house out there in Turkey, man. <laughs> it's just like he he speak about it on on the song. Is there more off of Scorpion? Mm. 
Uh, is there more than like the digits and banking accounts? Is there more than like the saying I figured it out? You know, hmm. how how That's like deep, how bro. do you do that when you are, Ooh, bro? I mean, ain't it like he you you basically didn't beat the game? I mean, but have he though? What's the game? That's what he's asked. That's what he's asking. So, like, that's why I was like, bro, that's really a deep question because it's like, you know, with, with being somebody that accomplished so much um, yeah. or as yeah. much as he's accomplished, it's kind of like off, off rip. When you're starting and you haven't, when you're starting off in a career or whatever, and you have goals set for yourself, okay, I want to get here. Once you reach there, normally you set another goal to get to go to go higher. Said so on and so forth. So it's an ongoing cycle. So he's probably at the point where it's like, man, I got hundreds of millions of dollars. Uh, you know, I've been the best, the best at this rap shit the last 13 years, 10 plus years. Like I'm running the Yeah, what's what's so what's like what's next, or what you know, uh is there more like right? You know, I don't know if you feel like he if he actually feels feels like he's I just got life figured out. But I know sometimes you can you can get in a, a space where it's kind of like, well, damn, I didn't accomplish this. Now what? Right. Now, I, I kind of feel like that's where he is. I know he probably feel like he's a master. It, you you have to have that right to to keep keep, to keep yourself. Yeah. To keep yourself having that drive. You got to right. be going towards something exactly you gotta always you have to always be going towards some so it's kind of like what hasn't this dude done like i mean and you talk about in just so many underground success mainstream success hood success even like global success bro he like, go anywhere and pack out a show for that's six hard to do maybe a million now he might be it's getting hard to say oh i can give people Literally, like, I, and even in an older, older one of his freestyles, it's like, uh, I, I forget the line that opens, but he say them hipsters gonna have to get along with them hood niggas, like, yeah, because me, that's, that's how big, because yeah. gonna have to get along with them hood, yeah, man, that's one of my, hey, that's one of my favorite verses from that boy. I ain't lying, like, that's tough, yeah, so. Um, I think I think it makes a lot of sense. He wanted to do it gracefully because uh, we've seen so many times where people don't stay too long past what, what we say is their prime and the projects just aren't as hard hitting anymore. Uh, and the value goes down. People just stop paying attention, really. Yeah. That's. That's kind of tough in itself too, because it's I like, think it also, bro. I think it also has something to do with um, you know, um when you've been in the game as long as Drake has, not saying that he just been in it 20 years, but hell, he's been in it 13 years and he's been one of the top guys, if not the top guy, most of those years. Yeah. So and when you look at a success, um a, a success like that. You have to have the ability to evolve. We didn't see Drake put out a whole lot of few, quite a few styles, you know, yeah. even up styles, but he'll still go back to 
you know, what everybody fell in love with him, you know, that, that style. He'll go back to that style, which, you know, kind of got him his his fan base. But he know he knows how to evolve and adapt to uh any climate in music, bro. And it's and not only that, he writes for other people, you know. Mm. What I mean? So it's like, hey, you can say that ghostwriting stuff, like, yeah, that's okay. You if you <laughs> those guys that want to take points away i remember it's funny remember we was uh i was at bob when i first told you about that when that came out we was at bob's house i remember oh, meek mill thing the meek mill thing when meek mill first came out and said great don't write it anyway i we was at bob's house when i first told you that just just remember that pop said that don't write enough they just made because i got the right. touch. <laughs> you know what i'm saying like he 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 know how to he know how to adapt man and 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 please whatever crowd uh he's aiming for whatever with, with whatever project that he's doing yeah Big facts. Mm -hmm. you think you think uh i mean because of course they didn't got back i don't know cool but they didn't made songs together since then you think Meek mill regret that meek nah i don't think so i think i think at the time yeah, you know when it got thick and when you know people kind of stopped <laughs> see meek will say i think i heard meek say like he he really didn't understand like the magnitude of it um he just thought it was just some social media shit. and then like i think i think he i want to say he was on some stuff like people was kind of changing and looking at him different like while it was you know while it was going on so i think from that standpoint he probably like damn bro like this this some bullshit you know but that's the politics in the music game man like yeah then he lost me yeah and drake and drake predicted that on back to back that's cold uh <laughs> that's cold cold tough, tough, tough. Oh, <coughs> uh, hey at the end of the day still balling nah no doubt I, yeah yeah i don't think he worried about that now yeah, yeah. He he didn't separate it from Ross too, hadn't he? Then he got his own. I so. I think yeah. I think he has. I think he has. Yeah, I think he has. I caught this last year. It was hard. Um, let me see. Speaking of music, Billboard released their top hundred or top fifty of all time. Did they? Yeah, man. Uh, so we can get into that. I know this gonna be some bullshit. You know, it's gonna be some bullshit. <laughs> okay, let's see. We got the list from twenty two, twenty three. So we will go with that, just to see who was getting it in. And then, how about we do? Our, we'll do our top five of all time. How about that? No, I don't know if this the. I don't know if this the right list, man. They had the, from. I think I heard. I've been hearing that Jay was number one on the list. Is this, is this the right list? Yeah, I think this is the. This is just twenty two, twenty three. Oh, okay. That's just yeah, yeah. Last year. okay. Okay. Then they have another what all time list. That's how it is. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Cool. 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 Okay. Post Malone. Oh, they got the post. They got Dirk at nine. Woo! Did I see Young Boy? Young this Boy twenty three. Keep that in mind. Young Boy at twelve. Keep that in mind. Young Boy at twelve. Nah, man. Young Boy probably top three, three, four. Yeah. Like, Stop playing, bro. As he much as drop, like he's just not mainstream, but he got he got these kids. He got these kids dude, here. He got these kids here, bro. <laughs> he drops so consistently, and 
not I even like no no bullshit. Like when you actually put him on, he be dropping some shit. Well, I don't really listen to him too much. Um, I don't listen to him too much. I got a couple of songs that I might like from uh some of his, you know, his albums over time, but like I said, he he got the kids' ear, bro. Uh yeah. don't know if that's I don't think that's a good thing, but it's just facts, you know, like that dude is literally like besides Drake, I don't know a bigger rap artist. Mm. Yeah, no, nah, no, nah, not with the youth. Not with yeah. the youth. He got the, he got the youth, bro. That's a fact. Um, so with this list here, just for the last couple of years. Damn. How you how you feel? Uh let's get let's get back on the top. How how you feel about yeah, it from uh, 32? See, oh, that's, that's, that's sickening. That's disrespectful. I mean, yeah, Drizzy at one, that makes sense. Little baby, he's had a hell of a breakout couple first seasons. So future, you know, future weekend in a cold boy. I don't know about the juice real dude. I don't know about the weekend, bro. That weekend hard. Weekend, weekend, weekend a big artist though. He's a big that, artist. Okay. Yeah. He's he, a big he artist. Sounds, I guess past hip hop type thing. He crossover. He crossover, bro. That's the yeah. thing with him. He's crossover. Yeah, he's crossover. Uh, but like I said, young boy at 12. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know about that. Yeah, that's 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 pretty low. Man. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna do, we have, do we have the all-time list? Do we have the all-time? I'm gonna produce the link real quick so we can get that put up. <laughs> That's the link to the all-time list right there. See, they got they got scissor on there. That's not hip hop. Scissor. Well, I think this is R and B and hip hop. Is this that list? Because Chris Brown on here and yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah this R and B and hip hop got it. Hey, I, I really don't like J. Cole at 32. That's that's disrespectful. Man. A couple of spots over Anderson Peck. Come on, bro. <laughs> Come, on, bro. Come on, man. Stop it. Wild. Man, the stallion at 40. I can't believe that. <laughs> nah, hey, people be sleeping, man. Got that heat. No, I'm saying I, I think they got a pretty low. Tupac on the list. Savage at 46. Come on, man. <laughs> they got Savage at 46. This must have more so to do with, I guess, streams, though. Maybe. Uh, maybe. maybe. Um, see if you can get that other list up there. But Jay-Z is number one on the all-time list. Right. Which, uh, of course, in the South, we'd be feeling a little some type of way about that. Uh, what I hear a lot of people say is nobody even really listen to Hove like that. I I'ma say definitely top top five for sure. Was this the Billboard list? Uh, I believe so. I'm gonna check this source here. Cause I, I what where is the uh... yeah this is this is Billboard I believe. Nah, I don't think Ghostface Killer would be up there. Can't be. Nah, I don't believe it's the list right here. Can't be. I know I had it. Okay. 
shit. I can't find it. We just had to go with our, our, our top five. <laughs> This one by Essential. This is a music writer. I don't know. They may not be. So what you think? What, what what's what's your top five? What's your My top, top five? five man. Um, okay, they got a top fifty list. We can we can look at it if you want. But my top five. While I send that off, what's your go, what, hold on before you start? Do do your non bias and your, your bias. Okay, non bias and bias. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right, if I'm going non-biased, I'm going, I'm gonna just say off of just lyrics. Who got the heart? Just going off of lyrics. That's oh, what that's I'm just hard. going off of for my non-bias. What? Yeah, I'm just going why off only, lyrics. Why only lyrics. Because I think at the end of the day, that's what it's about. Like what you're saying, what you projecting to the people. That's just my my definition of a great. Um, okay. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go big. Okay. Number one, are we going in order from one to five? I'm gonna say no particular order because this oh, is hard. Yeah, okay. I got uh, you. I'm gonna go big, hove, M. M? Um, you talking about if I'm talking about just lyric, like okay. Man, I don't know if people just don't actually, but the dude know how to put some damn words together. Uh okay. Wayne, okay. And then I guess I'll get that fifth spot to Kendrick. Who was at the fourth? Wayne. Wayne. Okay. Okay. What's your bias list? Bias list. I'm going Biggie still number one. Okay. Drake. Wayne. Hmm. Um, I'm going to say. It's hard, bro. All right. I got Biggie, Drake, Wayne. I'm going to say Pac. And then end it all off with shit. Probably Yay. Okay. Yeah. I'm so, gonna these your, so basically, these are your top five favorite artists. Something like that, yeah. Or okay. I feel like. Wayne, Drizzy, big like favorite artists, and I feel like with Kanye uh, and Pop, just people I feel like they had the biggest impact on hip-hop type thing. So that would be on your non-biased list, right? No, that's bias. Because that's just on my opinion. But it's based yeah. upon it's based upon what you what type of impact you think that they had, though. I mean, you think I mean they did have big impacts, you know. That's that's the truth. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Um, so with my uh bias list, I'm gonna I'm gonna 
my criteria gonna be a little different from yours i'm gonna do it uh, of course skills lyrics you know how, how good of a lyricist you are uh i'm gonna do it by impact uh and of course like you know accolades and all of that mm-hmm. so um no particular order of course jay uh wayne of course uh Pac and big mm-hmm. and I, I gotta throw drake in there yeah i gotta i gotta throw drake in there you said that's your non-biased list that's my non-biased list yeah, okay that just, like you say everything kind of on the that, scope of awards and longevity yeah. and all that stuff okay right 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 impact all of that um so that's that's j big Pac, drake and wayne yeah um i think they they're probably the as far as solo hip-hop artists they probably five of the biggest they did i think they the top five now if you want to say somebody else is bigger than all of, <laughs> if you want to say i don't think that list can be disputed that's the top five biggest solo hip-hop artists ever yeah, I, I believe that. Yeah, yeah, I believe that. If you think about the um, like Pop, Wayne, and Drake, right? Yeah, yeah. Who? You got anybody? I mean, are you, you might throw Jay up in there. You have to look up to be sure about that about numbers and everything. But I think, I think. Eminem and Kanye could be in that category. Eminem could be. I don't think he. I don't think. I just think that he haven't dropped enough work. I definitely. I just said Kanye, but I don't think he's dropped enough enough albums. Like I think Drake might be like ten albums in already. Like mm-hmm. you know, what I'm saying I don't know, but Eminem could be in there. But if I'm just talking, if you talking all of, not just record sales but impact and you know i never you know i don't know too many people that ride around hey man put that eminem on i just don't know nobody that do that you know regardless of how hard his lyrics is yeah um but like i say i in my in my opinion i think those are the five biggest artists ever if you going by you know of course lyricism uh uh you, you never that, you never that, shake that on man shake that no no no, no. <laughs> never downloaded an eminem album or anything like that yeah uh, but i know he yeah he's definitely a great lyricist no doubt um and i'll say my bias list would be uh uh no particular order cole kendrick um uh, pock um Cole Kendrick Pop um uh, Wayne um probably I put I put Drake in there yeah I put Drake in there okay. I can do that yeah okay. no 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 take, take take Drake out put big crit in there yeah oh wow yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, hey, I like that. That's a big shout. Yeah. Crit, Crit is one of the ones that like he really on that that Cole Kendrick tier. Really, yeah. Shit. He's he just don't get, give him that shine, man. For some yep. reason, yep. 
Yep. Kind of like Big Sean too. That's a, that's one we kind of overlook. Big Sean, tough. Yeah, he nah, he People really just, I guess, don't see. I don't know what, what to call it, but nah, he, like, I think, think of him in that upper echelon type thing. Right. Yeah. Uh, what we should do, I think we'll post we'll post both of our list uh, when we post the episode, like in the comment, our top fives. And y'all let us know, you know, if you agree, who you who you think list is closer to what, what is the actual top five type thing, we'll go and we'll do that. Um, but yeah, man, uh, definitely if 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 Jay, we'll have to see if we can find the, the actual list, but if Jay and Wayne ain't in the top damn five, throw that damn list away. Yeah, I, I, I want to say... Um... Man, I think I seen where Wayne was like number seven. <laughs> Wayne was number seven. The fuck out of here. Wayne was number uh, seven. I think Drake was gonna be right under him. Uh something like that. But yeah, bro, that's yeah. Sad. Uh boy. I saw the Q QR codes right up here. Make sure you scan the nose, get your rich dream merch. Um as we move on here, we got next man. Shoot, you want to jump into that uh that old tale from the cane? Okay, let's do it. About that time. Oh yeah. All right. I believe you ready. Fire. Mm-mm-mm-mm. <laughs> Okay, so this one, man, this one, this one, we was uh, <clears throat> this is the fire. This is the fire. This is the fire. Uh, tales from the king. So I can't remember if it was a weekend or a weekday. It might have been like a Friday or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, summertime. It was summertime. Uh, I think it might have been 2014 or something like that. It was summertime. So After we uh, did not work. Huh? Air conditioning in the kitchen did not work. Right, the air conditioning wasn't working. Uh, Little known secret. I heard from an incredible source that it ain't working still. <laughs> I want. I wonder who told you that. Uh, but nah, man. Um, yeah. So this, I think it had just not too long went out. Um. Uh, but it's summertime, it's hot as hell in Louisiana. If you know anything about Louisiana heat, uh, you walk outside, and as soon as you walk outside, you'll be drenched in sweat. Yeah. So imagine being inside with no air conditioning, a tea, a hot, ass, hot ass kitchen, and you know, um, busy as hell. We busy yeah. as hell. So that fucking the broiler going, going, going. So. You know, it was. I remember it was busy, man. And you know, of course, I think the the kitchen. All of a sudden, the kitchen, uh, just a lot of smoke start, you know, coming coming from the broiler, and it started reaching the lobby. So I'm like, this is different. Like this ain't. This not. Yeah, ain't just some regular burger burning. It'd have been hot, and you know, and we'd have been busy, but. It don't never get, you know, it get a little smoky sometimes, but it don't ever get smoky to where it's going out into the lobby. So next thing I know, um, 
it's like a fire coming down from the from the broiler, like like kind of like out into the kitchen. Um, yeah. like but on the other side from us, and I'm like, what the hell? Like, you know. And meanwhile, it's smoke everywhere, smoke everywhere. <laughs> Damn. And, uh, I remember, I remember, uh, we all had to evacuate. I forgot what, you know, of course, what manager was on, on uh, yeah. lead manager that was on duty that night, but we all ended up evacuating. Had the bus out the back door, and yeah, yeah, we was leaving, and we still had one manager. <laughs> we had one manager, uh, cool too, man. He was a funny dude. He was still up there. Like, I was thinking about that. He was still up there passing orders out and shit. And because it's the lobby full, the lobby is still full and the drive. Oh, I know what manager you talking about. Then. People still coming through the drive-through, <laughs> and the lobby is full. So he's still like bagging orders and all of this. So we didn't bounce. We didn't got out of the back door. And I think, well, most of us, I think I might have still been like in, like maybe not in the kitchen, but about to leave. And he's hollering from the front. He's like, hey, where's everybody? Where's the orders? And we like, everybody like, we like, bro, it's it's a fire. Like, we we, we, we getting out of the back door. So he, I don't think, I, I tried to, like I say, it was packed that night. So I tried to, you know, holler loud enough so he could hear me like, yo, it's a fire. So he, I guess he didn't hear me. And he started walking back to see what was going on, why nobody was in the kitchen. <laughs> And he bust the corner and the fire, you know how in the in the movie, shot out at him. Listen, it was already out. So check it out. You know how in the movie, when you have like, and it's in damn near every every scary movie, you know, at least back in the early 2000s, like the uh the the, the character or uh, whatever character about to get killed, like a lot of the time they'll walk right into the damn right into the murderer. Yeah. That's I think that's how that's kind of how the nigga was. That's how kind of the dude was when he bust the corner and the fire was shooting out. Cause he walk around the corner, he's like, he's like, what's going on? He's like, whoa! Like the fire, like literally was coming out of the damn vent, and he oh, damn walked right into it. So, man, so that was the one about that. That's definitely a Caucasian manager we had up there. Shout it definitely out. was. I ain't want to say it, but you know, it definitely, it definitely was, man. But uh. Yeah, man, that was that was a wild night, man. Um, and I think yeah, after that we ended up we closed down for like two, maybe two, three months. Like yeah, two, three months, and taking them trips to account, man. Yeah, man, to account for putting putting us up, man. They held us down. I ain't gonna lie, they held us down, man. They held us down. I, I can't. I, hey, shout out to them at the time. We needed them chicks. Show did. Show did. Yep. Well, I'm glad, glad everybody made it out, man. And shout out to the manager for trying to go down with the ship. Still passing out orders with the, with the kitchen. Still, still down with the calls, man. You better get up well, out of that, here. That speaks volumes, too. That used to always tickle me. No matter how bad things would get, people would still come up in there trying to get the dang burgers. Like, I know people was in there complaining, oh, they smoky up in here and all that, but still, still trying to get in there. Lobby was packed, man. Lobby was packed. Wow. <laughs> they, they ain't care about no smoke. Smoke? <laughs> what? What's up with these birds? <laughs> right. I'm a whopper. Hell yeah, man. 
Oh man, that's a good one there, dog. Uh, that was a wild night, though. I ain't gonna fake. That was a wild night. Yeah, yeah. I can imagine. All right, um, moving right along. Time to get into some of that RLS. Uh, got a very good topic for this evening, man. Right. Uh, end off our Black History Month with being black, working for corporate America. Right. Um, definitely a topic that holds near and dear to my heart. Uh, this one for you. I've been in that field basically what almost a decade now. Uh, my first job coming right out of uh, college was Enterprise, which I will say they wanted to. Ideas when you picture corporate America type thing. They're a Fortune 500 company. Uh, they, you know, only do professional dress wear. Uh, everything's, you know, by the book. Um, and my thing is, you know, it's quote unquote professionalism is always the standard. Uh, which a lot of times I, I, since I've had this experience in the business world, it kind of tickles me because I'm like, people say professionalism, but what does that really mean? Um, because if we're talking about a way to conduct yourself uh, in regards to complete business or have a knowledge of the business that you're trying to conduct, what the hell does that have to do with how you dress? Unless you're marketing clothing um, or that's really the only thing I can think of to where it matters. Or if you're doing a job where you need to be identified like law enforcement. Right. But other than well, that. Well, I think it's, I think it's, I don't know if it should be uh qualified to be under the professionalism you know uh category but uh i mean people say yeah i mean they do they they do well and when you say that automatically what did you picture when i say a professional um slacks collar shirt or button down whatever i mean in corporate let me ask you have you ever encountered somebody dressed professionally but that they were not professional You say dressed professionally, but they were not professional in the way they conducted the business. You say, have I ever ran across somebody that was? Un yeah, of course. Of course. That so was unprofessional, but dressed professionally. Yeah. yeah. Quote, unquote. Yeah. But, um, but no, nah, I think it's kind of like, uh, you know, people that run these companies or, or you know, that own these companies, CEOs or whatever. Um, back to the standard thing they want to set a certain standard for 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 the company uh for each employee you know so uh i don't know like for me i don't really have a problem with that uh i don't think that that's you know uh you know i don't think that that's out of bounds or i don't think you know just like a cop have has a uniform mm -hmm. you know uh to me, that's just the uniform to dress professional, you know, but um, 
who am I to say something? I'm a barber. I, I wear the shit like this to to the uh <laughs> to the workplace, you know. Um, but I think it's just a thing of people wanting uh uh thinking about the image that they want to set or the standard um that they want to set for the for their company. Just my opinion. Clothes make a standard. I think if you uh, that's just like if if I were to come to a job, let's say enterprise, and they allowed you to dress however you first of all, that's I don't think I think like a uniform, um, or if they tell you, hey, I had a job where I had to wear, you know, slacks and dress shoes, uh, collar shirt or whatever. Um I think it's more I think it's more of a thing where it's like, you know, it's always been looked at as professional to dress in, you know, button downs or, or suit in, you know, in your case with enterprise. So I think they don't want to have it to where, okay, well, y'all can just come in, you know, basketball shorts and slides or tennis shoes you know, or jeans. And I just think it's a thing of that's just never been looked at or that's always been looked at as unprofessional. And that's where I want to get to because of course it's never been looked at that way because who set the standard? Old white men. (laughs) I mean, so in in my eyes, professionalism is just another way to say how old white men want you to be. Because that's really what we based everything about. If we didn't, if they didn't set that standard, will we deem that's super true. professional or will we drink deem casual wear not professional? We only think that way, and they have us trained in that mindset. Even be, even you not being in that world, mm-hmm. when you go to places of business, you probably looking for somebody that's in a suit just because you're like, okay, they probably gonna be able to help me. They out. work here. Right? Yeah. It's an yeah. identifier. So it's like, yeah. It's, it's just it's funny to me how we live so tight knit to these rules and at the same time we say we don't like you know with black people we have in our own movement right now where we debunking a lot of the things that we've been brought up to to believe and and to to think uh because it's based off of white rhetoric but we still adhere to certain certain things like that type of dress code um you know, dialect and everything. Um, right. So oh. it's, just, it's a funny, it's a funny concept to me. Okay. Uh, now, with that being said, uh, I do believe it's a, it's a standard that, you know, uh, <coughs> excuse me, that, uh, you know, some old white man years, years ago, hundreds of years ago, they, you know, they said, that, okay, this is the professional look. You know, I do believe that. Yeah. But to be honest, <laughs> and I think a lot of people would agree with me, like, it, it do, it, now, versus somebody coming in there with some jeans on, I like the look of a suit, man. Some some khakis, some you know, I ain't, I ain't have a problem with dressing up going to, uh, you know, the job that I had to kind of like you know, dress up uh, a little formal style or whatever. I didn't have a problem with doing it. Right, um, right. Not that I, not that I just like to dress like that. But I think it looks nice. You know, I think it's it's, it's it is cleaning up and it's 
you know, it's nicer than just wearing some jeans and a t-shirt and some and some tennis shoes to the job. You know, does that play more into it? Because, and I I, I agree in that sense too. Like, yeah. um, I I like the way I, I feel when I'm in a suit and everything too as well. Yeah. Uh, Cause it just you know encourages confidence. Right. Uh, I guess it's a deal where since it takes I guess longer to put it on, that's why it's a little bit more nice maybe. Because uh, you just you really just throw on a shirt and shorts. You have to you right. know take time to bud and make sure your stuff is straight and all right. that type of stuff. So maybe that's a reason why it just looks more aesthetically pleasing to the eye. Uh, I think it just looked better than just throwing on some jeans and a t-shirt uh, or, you know, some shorts and a t-shirt. Right. I think it was, yeah. In my, in my opinion, I think it just looked better. Uh, and I, like I say, it's, it's, it's depending on the job you have, I think, yeah. um, you know, I think the like I say, depending on the job you have, uh, it's just like if you're working at Burger King, they're gonna make sure you get some more to have you whatever colors they wear in pants and some non-slip shoes, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you're not you know, it had niggas coming back there with the regular forces on and shit like that, but you weren't supposed to slide <laughs> slide, across, slide everywhere. Hey, <laughs> That's one of them situations. Don't don't argue with the dress code on that. You right. ass, boy. Yeah, ass up in there. But I think it's a thing of, you know, like I said, I, I definitely think it's it's both. I think it's something that, uh, you know, like you say, the rhetoric of, of white men, for sure. Uh, yeah. That along with a list of other things, you know, uh, taking your hat off when you're into a building, when you're into a building. Who gives a fuck if I got my hat on or not when I enter a motherfucking building? You know what I'm saying? So, and the reason I even... Go, my bad. Finish your thought. My bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. I was just saying, like, I think it's it's both things. Is 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 that would would have been an old, you know, an old thing from way back in the day that was said. And I think um to me, I just think the depending on the job you have, um, you know, uh it's a Fortune 500 company. You know, in my opinion, why in the hell would they let you come in there with jeans and a t-shirt on? That's just how I think. So um, yeah, yeah. That's just my opinion on it. It could be both, though. Yeah. And um, just beyond, beyond the dress code thing, mm-hmm. um, which that kind of dies into the rest of it, do Black people have a fair shake at corporate America? Because for every, okay, yeah, this is just kind of what you have to do, you see, especially if you get into the higher rankings, you see where okay well such and such they don't quite have to do that Mm. you know the double standard um with us we have to be very much on it prompt professional can't slip up with our dialect our grammar right you know everything on point whereas i'm gonna just say others joe blow john doe jane doe right sometimes they kind of cachet in a little bit more lackadaisical maybe not even i mean maybe they have on whatever the uniform is but it ain't quite to the t as we are um and they're still able to get these advances and you know 
there's obviously a pay a pay uh discrepancy uh-huh. uh, and that's just been been proven um, yeah and i think that's still to this day the white man makes more than anybody in in any type of job setting right 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 no no doubt i think um that's definitely um uh, that's 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 definitely uh true what you speak on as far as you know the uh the struggles uh just you know maybe maybe getting a job or getting a promotion or getting you know getting a raise or whatever or or just making um you know or making less than uh let's just say it some of the uh, uh some of the white folks that work for the company yeah or a lot of the white folks you know uh nothing against them get your money um the person that's you know in the position that's trying to get the money and get their money and get promotions i can't knock them for that but that is a um that is a uh um a, i guess a, a little bit of um entitlement that they have um over us or whatever uh just because of the color of their skin you know yeah. but i like i would say i think even more uh than than the black male in corporate america women they have it way worse than um you know than, than black males uh you know i have uh, a few homegirls that work in corporate co- corporate america or whatever mm-hmm. the corporate world and you know they didn't have to you know check they check their bosses about uh well i know i do way more than this person why is she making more than me you know like literally had to call it you know call her boss out on it and you know i know somebody else that that's had had been told like hey um you haven't been smiling as much as you have you know as much as you normally um you normally smile what's going on like you giving like basically saying she's giving bad vibes to the workplace because she's not smiling and they're not and and this 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 woman wasn't working uh amongst her customers yeah it wasn't that type of job she wasn't work working amongst amongst you know their customers or clients wherever, wherever it is um so it's like you know like just little shit like that and, and we all know that women make less uh less than men in general you know um, i mean i'm gonna push back on that it's been proven at least recently that that black women on average make more than the black men but that's you know where i have to you have to give me those sources they they black uh women in general average think around 35 36 thousand a year black men or men i don't know maybe 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 that's if you break it into black men and black women maybe so uh, but just women in general, though, they make uh, significantly, not significant, but a little less than men in this country. But uh, maybe that's in, in, maybe in the black, black, you know, the black, uh, black men versus black women. Maybe so. Well, we, I mean, I'll I dive more into it before I speak on it heavily. Uh, but from my experience, which I, I don't really even too much want to go because it's already too much pitting us against each other on, on that aspect of who does what more uh but i will say just from personal observations mm-hmm. black women in the workplace are allowed to speak their minds way more mm-hmm. um, 
looks to be promoted uh, more just in the workspaces I've been in. Uh, so I I haven't really seen where now I do I do agree where there's been like okay issues with of course people not understanding or wanting to have them act a certain type of way all the time and feel like they have an attitude when they really don't type of thing but uh, for the most part a lot a lot more autonomy then I feel like it's given to the the man on that that aspect. Um, okay. But again, that's really neither here nor there because if even if we get that freedom, we still under the thumb of Becky and Justin getting paid way more to do the exact same or even less work in a lot maybe of cases. Maybe not doing as much as you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I would say being black in corporate America, it's, it's not for the weak, I'm gonna tell you that. Um, it's a lot that you have to endure. It's a lot that you see. Um, I mean, it's, it's, it's a lot of freedom that you do not have to basically be your genuine self. You have to be code switching. Um, like, like, just like you were saying, like you have to kind of amp yourself up at times when you might not feel like it, or people will be like, what's wrong? You're not being yourself. Like who, how are you somebody that barely knows me going to tell me who I'm being? Right. That's that's one of the craziest things that I I be hearing in the workplace. You're you don't seem like yourself. <laughs> you know me for a year, maybe like <laughs> right. Nah, no doubt. Um, I think that's uh that's unfortunate. Um, but you know, uh, we 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 have those choices, man. Uh, that's why I choose to not fool with them. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I choose to not fool with him, man. Um, but uh shout out to shout out to you know everybody, uh, including you, everybody in corporate America that's black and that's uh you know really trying to trying to make something of themselves or or just further their career, man. Stay you playing their game. You playing their game. Ain't no you that's like me going that you know over to somebody's house and trying to set the rules. Yeah. You playing their game, so you, you just know you just gotta know right now until things change, or if you want to be one of the leaders of that change, I would say go for it. Don't wait, don't wait for nobody else to do it. Go for it. However, you think you can affect um these issues with with with, with black black people and working, you know, corporate jobs. I say hop on it right now, but until then or or if you're not gonna be that person you know you know you're playing that game so play it to the fullest agreed i think it has gotten a lot better though of knowing their worth um only accepting positions once they've done the filling out process and in the interview not feeling like they're begging for a job but Hey, the job, realizing that the job needs you and making sure that, you know, 
they're meeting your criteria as well as you're meeting theirs. Don't be afraid in interviews to ask questions. Um, no even you can negotiate if you're going to try to work at Burger King, you can yeah. negotiate yeah. what they're gonna start you off with. Everything. Um, yeah. And, and always keeping the in the mindset of they're in the business of them. So you have to be in the business of you. What's in your best interest for you and your family? So yeah. um, like like you saying, don't be afraid to negotiate anything, whether that be your time off preferences your work hours, yep. salary, anything. Uh, and that's, I think, going to help us because uh, I think a lot of people that aren't even even in an intra- entrepreneurial space mm-hmm. uh, that could, because a lot of these jobs in corporate America aren't as difficult as we make them seem. Right. And we got people that are doing mediocre minimum wage jobs that just feels like, well, I can't do this or I can't do that. I just, you know, but haven't even tried. So I want to debunk that. Don't feel like you cannot anything. Trust me. I'm here to tell you anywhere that you want to work. That's worth the shit. They got a training program and it's not that extensive. And you got to look at, like I said, there's certain people in, in these positions that had that don't do half any work and they they getting paid so i encourage if you are one of those that may not know what you want to do or if you're not trying to be you know entrepreneur or if you're on the way to be an entrepreneur but you need something to make you some money now why are you building your business go for that job go for that management position um and just don't don't be afraid man like the more people we have in these spaces the more we can affect and create change. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, man. No doubt. Uh, see, man. I think I think we was gonna end it off with that. Uh on the on the and then we gotta do the black business shout out. Okay. Black business shout out. Ed Cartel Brandon. Man, these uh this this guy I met, uh we met. Uh, at the Houston pop up we went yes, to last October. Last October, they got some man. They got some dope, uh, dope merch. Uh, cool people too. Cool dudes. Um, well, I think it was one dude and a and a, and a lady. Yeah. Uh, one guy and a lady. Uh, yeah, they they have a uh, man. They, their Instagram page is dope. I like their pictures. Uh, the aesthetics. What's what's the word? Aesthetics. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> very nice the aesthetics are very nice on these pictures like just check them out as we you know as we talking about it but um great, very, uh, great quality uh merchandise um, yeah i forget what the meaning behind the cartel was i wish i remember because he told us but he, t- he did tell us i forgot uh, to very dope individual yeah um, and he's got you know he's got he got some special some special connection Towards, towards the brand for himself. So right, right, right. go check out his site, explore. Uh, they got some pretty good uh content on they on they uh Instagram and TikToks as well. The uh, young lady that models, she she does a lot of that. So definitely right. go check them out. Nah, that's 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 for sure. Check them out, man. They got some dope stuff. 
So big shout out to the cartel brand. Go out there and get branded, you dig? Mm -hmm. By the cartel. <laughs> shout out, man. Uh, this has been a good Black History Month, man. Before we, before we end it out, before we end it out. That's why I was going. The pop up. Yeah, incorporation with that, man. We we got the chance to show off our business and support a lot of lot of black businesses as well. Uh at the Black Bazaar pop-up shop, man. Um shouts out. Was was the young lady that was kind of directing Faith? I think she was kind of like coordinating the whole event. Okay. Yeah, Faith. I think her name is Faith. Shout out to Faith, man. Yeah. She did a great job. Uh yeah. It was uh it was it we we had so this is our third one. We had I don't think we we hadn't been to one that was like in a like sort of a boutique like, type it was, like, it was a, in an actual apartment, right? Like well yeah, in, a, in a penthouse, yeah. Penthouse. Uh the top floor of the uh what's it called? The uh Mer mercantile place. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, mercantile place uh downtown Dallas, man. So it it was dope. Uh uh it was dope. I thought the space might have been a little too small at first, but once everything was set up, um uh, it was it was dope. It was a yeah, dope. It created space. that that intimate setting. It was like kind of like a boat a, a boutique type of thing. No doubt. You know, yeah. A lot of yeah. great vendors in there. Yeah. Um we got some, some made some connections. Uh Fire. Shout yeah. out to let me see. I just remember Guilty Genius off the top of my head that was there. Mm -hmm. uh, we'll, we'll, I gotta look. I have some connections, people we follow that we'll make sure to get Black Business shout outs for y'all, man. But just big shout out to Black Bazaar for putting that on. Shout out to Faith. Uh, shout out to the gentlemen because I believe we was in somebody's actual that that rents that 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 penthouse or. Uh, so shout out to them for letting us use that space, man. Um, Right. That's a great example of just uh, entrepreneurs, black people just coming together and working together. It was and it was straight vibes like what? No bad energy in there at all. It was so cool. It was cool in there. Uh, to be honest, everyone that we all the three that we went to, it has it has been uh, good vibes and cool vibes. So, uh, I, man, it, it was it was cool. I honestly I do that again. I do that again. Uh, I like the vibes. I like the vibes. So I definitely mess with uh, one of their one of the uh, black bazaars. We're gonna bring some chairs. <laughs> we gonna bring some chairs to the next pop up, David. Yeah, <laughs> a tool or something every time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, man, shout out to everybody, man. Happy Black History Month coming to an end but it's gonna be black history year because we do it every day we make history um yes sir shout out uh follow us like subscribe comment rate us on apple Podcasts. we appreciate that um hey and just remember don't sleep on your dreams it's been smoke and g it's the rich dream show Yes, sir.